Well, it's been an eventful week in the world of football. We had UEFA competitions take place, we had Premier League competitions take place, and now it seems like none of that matters because the European Super League has been announced. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from four friends. Three Tonight it's three friends who support different English football clubs. My name's James. I support Arsenal, and I had to look in my closet for the least-looking Arsenal kid I could find. Um, next to me on the top row is Brad. He supports Chelsea Football Club. And right below us, holding down the bottom row, is Sean. He supports the Tottenham the, Hotspurs. The Atlanta Braves. He's, he supports the Tottenham Hotspurs franchise um, because we're making all the European Super League jokes that we can this week. We're missing Tamzid again this week. He is unavailable. He's our Liverpool supporter, um, and he is, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. Where, I don't. I don't know. Uh, don't know what he's doing you, tonight. But you, you named the podcast wrong. This is the Super Red Card Radio. Oh, that, that was that was really bad, Brad. What? That it was, is Super Red Card Radio. That was not good. Uh, it wasn't meant to be good. All right, let's look at the uh, let's look at the Premier League table for what it's worth. Oh, that's the wrong screen. There we go. <laughs> so uh, much of the league table hasn't really changed at all. City's still in first. United's still in second. Leicester's in third. West Ham is back up to fourth um, because Chelsea has not played yet because they played in the FA Cup. Um, Liverpool have dropped points this weekend, Tottenham dropped points this weekend, Everton dropped points this weekend, Arsenal dropped points this weekend, everybody dropped points this weekend. Um, And the only major significant thing that happened this weekend in the Premier League was that Newcastle beat West Ham and Sheffield lost to Wolves, which officially means that Sheffield will be relegated to league championship next season. Mm -hmm. And also Norwich City uh, has won promotion out of league championship to the Premier League for next season. So those are two same. significant things that happened this weekend. Same weekend. Yeah, it's interesting. Impressive. And you said everybody dropped points, but Chelsea didn't drop points. Okay. I said Chelsea didn't play this weekend. Mathematically, not everybody can drop points, Brad. That's not true. There's 10 draws, not- in, there's 10 draws in a weekend. There's 20 points that were dropped. That's I think you true. know all about dropping points, Sean. Didn't think that through. However, the other significant thing that happened it was, is, it's actually not uh, twenty points. It's only uh, it's only ten points that were dropped. I, I for, uh, forgive me for my historian math there. The other big thing that happened is Fulham's probably relegated. Like yeah, they're I, six six points out with with five to play. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, and and I think Newcastle and Burnley have games in hands on them. So uh, yes, both and Brighton has two games in hand. Yeah. So yeah, that's. For all, for, all in, for all intents and purposes, it seems like the three teams that are in the bottom are going to be relegated. Who knows? They might be joined by six more clubs from the Premier League because uh, we're talking... Nine team relegation? Well, maybe those three teams won't be relegated. Only six teams will be relegated. But, of course, we're talking about the European Super <clears throat> League. The European Super League was announced this week, and it is a organization right now of 12 of the... I'm air quoting here, leading clubs in Europe. Um, I'm going to just read their statement real quick. Okay, so uh, 12 of Europe's leading football clubs have today come together to announce they have agreed to establish a new midweek competition, the Super League, governed by its founding clubs, AC Milan, Arsenal FC, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea FC, FC Barcelona, FC Internazionale Milano, Inter Milan, uh, Juventus FC, Liverpool FC, Manchester City, Manchester United, Real Madrid, and Tottenham Hotspurs have all joined as founding clubs. It is anticipated that a further three clubs will join ahead of the inaugural season, which is intended to commence as soon as practical. Going forward, going forward, the founding clubs look forward to holding discussions with UEFA and FIFA to work together in partnership to deliver the best outcomes for the new league and for football as a whole. So that was the statement that was released in the dead of night on Sunday evening from the Super League. I think it released at like Monday at like 12.01 or something like that. It was like in the middle of the night 
I think uh, it was. Yeah, I think Sunday. It was Sunday that it what? dropped. It was Sunday for us. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm You're right. I think it was in the evening. Yeah, it was in the evening because it was after I watched the Arsenal game, which was late in the afternoon. Um, but because I think they'd like announced like they released it like Monday morning at like. 1201 i i don't know specifically if that's true but like it's it was in the middle of the night in between sunday and monday in europe like a um, batman villain drop like yeah they dropped it just like that yeah yeah so um that was the super league comment uh we have a response from uefa uefa uh is of course the governing body of european football um Gently. it is one of the member states uh member uh organizations in fifa which is the governing body for world football um so uefa the English Football Association and the Premier, the Premier League, the Royal Spanish Football Federation and La Liga, and the Italian Football Federation and Liga and Lega Serie A have learned that a few Sp- English, Spanish, and Italian clubs may be planning to announce their creation of a so of a closed so-called Super League. If this were to happen, we wish to reiter- reiterate that we, UEFA, the English FA, uh, all the all the people listed before but also FIFA and all our member associations will remain united in our efforts to stop, stop this cynical project, a project that is founded on the self-interests of a few clubs at a time when society needs solidarity more than ever. We will consider all measures available to us at all levels, both judicial and sporting, in order to prevent this happening. Football is based upon open competitions and sporting merit. It cannot be any other way. Uh, the Premier League also had a statement. It's essentially the same thing. Um, the Premier League condemns any proposal that attacks the principles of an open competition and sporting merit, which are at the heart of the domestic and European football pyramid. Fans of any England, of any club in England and across Europe can currently dream that their team may climb to the top and play against the best. We believe that this concept, that the concept of a European Super League would destroy this dream. So, long story short... 12 of the uh, largest clubs in Europe have announced that they plan on essentially not participating in UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League competitions going forward, and are setting up their own midweek uh, competition where, whereby they will play uh, against each other. It will be a league of 20 teams. Uh, there will be, <clears throat> you'll, you'll essentially play there's a bunch of games essentially it's going to be more games more revenue for these clubs that are playing in this competition outside the purview of uefa uh and the champions league um they the 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 clubs that are going to participate in the esl which we will refer to it here in still would like to play in all of their domestic competitions that would be the premier league la liga Serie A, all of like their cups so the Copa del rey in spain the uh Italian Cup Copa in Italy and the FA Cup. So all that stuff, all these clubs want to still participate entirely in their domestic situation. But the main thrust of this is that these clubs want to manage and control their own European football calendar and football competition. So generally speaking, the way that you the way that you qualify and you've heard us talk about this on the on the podcast for the last four months since we've been publicly talking about this is uh, you know who's going to finish in the top four the top four would traditionally qualify for the champions league and then the next three generally speaking will qualify for the europa league now sometimes that's different with fa cup winners and whatnot but that's a little more in the weeds than it needs to be so the way this breaks down is that these founding members of the European Super League can never be uh, like relegated, essentially, or can never not gain it, gain admittance so, to the next season's competition. So there's these, technic- sorry, continue. No, no, go for, if you want to. So there's there's 15 teams that will create will be the core of the ESL. They still have three spots open um they have not invited any french teams or german teams as of yet or at least that's what they say yes, uh, they i think no they, they i believe psg Bayern, and dortmund turned them down that's the three yeah they right. turned, oh, oh, you, i believe okay, they, turned they turned them, turned them down, down. but okay. what i think but what what perez said is that they have not been invited or contacted yet to be members of the league so them saying no isn't you know well, it's not it's we never asked you is what 
ESL is saying, who knows what actually happened back. It's back clear, but it's clearly, I, well, it's clearly fodder because if you think that they put together this Super League and included Arsenal and Tottenham in it and did not attempt to include PSG and Bayern Munich in it, you're off your rocker. I'm, well, there's still three spots open, <laughs> but good. secondly, like the, so, the top six that we know of in the Premier League, right? The big six. Arsenal, I'm, I'm fully Arsenal City, United. In this group, but the big six, as like that we met, right? They actually this that big six came together around when Leicester won the title, and they're like, "Hey, how do we stop teams from winning the title that's not one of us six? So they've had heard, those meetings. Is that factually true? I've never heard about that before. The, the, all the owners got together and had a meeting about it. I'll have to find the information, but it did happen right after Lester won. Yeah, I, I think you'll, but, need, you'll need to back we're, that we're claim just, up. We're just putting it on the recording? Just <laughs> DJ, DJT Brad? We're just throwing out whatever, whatever just, we want to say. Um, that's not true. Did you go over the 12 clubs that are in it yet or no? Yeah, that was that, like, yes. that was like yes, the, that was like the first, like, literally one of the first yeah. things he named. Okay, sorry, I was right. going through Fabrizio's tweets. Essentially, Whoop. it's the big six from England, the big three from Italy, and the big three from Spain thus far. And we we missed you skipped over a really important part, but oh. you did have you did have to explain everything first before we got to this, and we must not forget to mention the new Champions League winners for next year, which will be Leicester City, West Ham, Everton, and Leeds United. As as currently... Uh, as, as currently cu- constructed. Yeah. So, um, I, I think it's safe to say that we're all pretty... I'm, I'm, I'm fairly anti-ESL. Um, Brad, how do you feel about, about the ESL? I'm anti-ESL. Sean, how are, how are you about the ESL? I think we all are. I am. I am open to the ESL. Okay. So, here, and here, here yeah, go is for my it. reasoning. Go for it. So I want. I want to. I don't want to present that without, without a remark behind it. So the reason I'm open to it is, in large part, and let's exclude. Let's exclude Tottenham, because largely not us there. Largely speaking, the last 16 or 8 teams left, largely speaking, are the same freaking 8 teams or 16 teams that make it into the knockout or the next round every daggum year. Yeah, usually it's like... It's, it's, it's the same freaking team. Yeah, it's generally very... It's like 80, 80 to 85, sometimes 90% of the yeah, same teams. Yeah, yeah. there's Ajax in there, there's a Zagreb in there, there's a, uh, there's a Kiev every once in a while. But it's largely the same teams every year. Yeah. So Tottenham, I began all of this by saying I'm fully aware that Tottenham doesn't deserve to be in this 12. I think you would probably agree since we've both been in the Europa for the, probably the past four years, both of us. I agree that Tottenham don't deserve to be there. Arsenal, we we had this we had this argument. Arsenal are a big club, a bigger club. Yes, they as currently stand, do not deserve to be in the Super League, just like Tottenham don't be, don't deserve to be. I think if you were... So so th- with the idea of the Super League, do you want to get, like, the... Like, they want the 15 biggest... The, biggest the 15 biggest clubs in Europe to uh, be founding members of the Super Draw League? Eyes is what you're thinking. Arsenal are, are definitely one of the 15 biggest clubs in Europe. I don't... I haven't ranked it. I meant... I intended to rank these clubs in Europe before we came well, to do this. But Arsenal are you, certainly in the top 15. Yeah. If you go that way, we are certainly in the top 15 as well because we draw... We have a huge Asian draw with Humane Sun and as many tours we do in Southeast Asia. Uh, the American draw, probably same as you guys. Gunnar America is huge. So same for you, the, the North American draw. Well, so not, as far I, as eyeballs on TVs, yeah, you're probably right as far as biggest world clubs. That wasn't necessarily my point. My point wasn't like who generates the most revenue at present. My point was like like prestige big. Like 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 who is a like a, a, a prestigiously big football institution. Like a historically a historically big football institution. So you were going that you had a generally 
a generally superb one season in 2003 and then we're just generally good for the last 20 years and then that's what your basis off of prestige is dude i'm saying that we were in the champions league for like 20 straight seasons and we made it to the <laughs> knockout to at least the round of 16 for I'm saying like, it's not like you were winning. It's not like you got a lot of stars around that crest. I mean, we have the third most top division titles in England. We are the only team that once they've we've, we've, we're the longest serving team in the top division of English football. We have the most FA Cup wins in English, in English football. Um, so like you can't I'm not, pulling, I'm not pulling CVs. I'm just saying. Well, that's that's what I'm pulling. <laughs> that's what i was intending to pull the entire time Sean, sean's just thinking wait wait i'm just this trophy case looks like my white walls right now bear yeah no well, my my point was since the time of television and the internet you haven't been that great other than 2003 <laughs> you you do know so, that television was created in like the 20s right like a like hundred years ago Actually, do you know the? Uh, I will save the snap fact for later, but I got a good one for you. Uh, it's, it has nothing to do with sports. No, but what I'm saying is, like, out of that group, Arsenal and Tottenham are the last two. Like, I it, mean, I think it's, you can make it's an argument. Sort of world pull. I think you can also make the argument that the Milan clubs would would be towards the I bottom see, as well. I, I will. I don't know. Inner, inner, you got an argument. I see two. I was the last time AC was in like in the AC Milan jerseys. I, I see AC Milan jerseys, and I'm not talking about like current players. Like their their draw from years and years and years ago are still it's still there. Right. Well, that's James's point about Arsenal. Yeah, AC Milan hasn't been good. Like hasn't been like like world football powerhouse since like 2006. Like okay. like it even in even that like is like like AC Milan has not been good for a long time longer than arsenal has not been good um so so what you're telling me is that tottenham has more recent success than milan uh yeah not quite. no I, yes i am saying that i am saying that <laughs> i mean you guys have been in the champions league final recently yeah. when was the last <laughs> find out when the last time ac milan was in the champions league final it was uh, well, further it was further probably, further, further back Mourinho, right Mourinho didn't. No, he I, was entering, I was entering. No, it was probably. I was thinking Zidane years. Nope, he didn't play. He, he didn't make it. He didn't play there. Zidane played for Juventus. Dino played there. Ronaldinho played there. Kaká played there. Um, Zidane definitely played for AC. Uh, oh, no, it's not Zidane. Z- God dang it. Zlatan Ibrahimovic years. <laughs> there you go. He's back now, too. What do you mean? Z- He's there now. So yes, he is. He's like a player manager or something. Interesting thing about no, he's fine. interesting thing thing about Zlatan is he played for all three of those Italian teams that you mentioned. Uh, yeah. but okay, but we're uh, we're kind of in the weeds. So so yeah. get back to your point on on why you why you support why why you could be on board all right. because like who's who's other than a small town in Romania who's who's crowding around the TV to watch Bayern Munich thrash some Romanian team. Okay. I, like, I, like, that's like, a legitimate, that's a, I think that's a legitimate like reason to support the Super League. That's my basis of it. If, if we could expedite the process and get better games out of it, that's what I'm for. But here's what I'm not for is closing it off. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's, that's the point. And so, I think that's the biggest hiccup for most people is the fact that these clubs have essentially said, we're creating this, and we can never not be a part of it. And so, they're uh, they're the ones that are organizing the the competition. They put, they put a time limit on the. Well, I think it was long, like twenty well, they, years. They signed for twenty three years, yeah. but okay, so it was not a completely closed league. They will have five spots open every year, but yes, the founding members have their guaranteed spots, and it becomes a set, almost essentially a closed league. Oh, when the other three come. Yeah. But a co- right, yeah, because they they have twelve now, and they're going to add three more. See, if we're gonna if we're gonna have some, if we're gonna have some fun out of this, maybe we can do this a little later and just keep in the conversation we're at, so we don't get dragged down. But who are going to be the other five? Let's speculate on that. No, but, there's, but, well, there's three more spots. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, who's going to rotate into five? But we can yeah. do that later. We're so serious my, conversation. My, 
I think that something that we haven't brought up yet that we need to bring up is um, UEFA and FIFA are not good organizations. They are corrupt. They have been doing shady dealings for years. Um, it took them like 30 minutes to condemn uh, the Super League, and it takes them weeks and months to condemn racism. Uh, like, like, it took Arsenal defeating racism. For yeah. that to be defeated. So, like, like we're we're talking about we're not talking about like like good guys here that are getting the the, the shaft here. The only reason that UEFA cares about this, the only reason that UEFA cares about this, is because the Super League is a direct competition to the Champions League, and the Super <clears throat> League is taking out at least twelve, if not fifteen to twenty, of the most important clubs to the Champions League. Sure, the Champions League will exist without those clubs. So say the, say the Super League happens as, as they intend, and the Champions League happens as UEFA intends. Um, who's watching uh, Leicester versus Malaga on Tuesday when you could watch uh, PSG, or uh, let's pick teams, Madrid versus Juventus? That, that's, that's, not a, that's not a difficult decision to make for a neutral for somebody who is not associated to, to one of the four clubs involved. And so it's diluting the the uh, strength of the Champions League. And so the only <clears throat> reason that UEFA care about this is because it's affecting their bottom dollar yep, and that's the they don't have control. Those are the only two reasons why they care about this. They don't care about the fans. They don't care about the, the history of football. They don't care about protecting the institution that is football. They care about money. And that's the only... So, like, I don't want it to be lost here that, like, we think that... Or at least that I think, this is a James opinion here, that UEFA has been wronged here because they're good guys. They're... they're they're not good guys, in my opinion. Um, so I don't like. I don't want it to be lost that 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 we feel like they're being aggrieved or that they're working for the people because I don't feel like they are. Um, but this 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 theory of a breakaway European competition has been floated for years. For years, Real Madrid and Juventus have been talking about this. Um, Did it? I think that I think a lot of this again. This is all James' opinion territory. I think a lot of this stems back, at least for like Juventus from Calciopoli in 2006 with the match fixing scandal, where Juve feel like they have been hard done by this, and they still feel like they're innocent, and they kind of want to stick it to Serie A a bit and to the Italian FA and kind of go their own way and have their own sources of revenue. Um, and they see that this is the best avenue for them to do this. I think I think Madrid are kind of in the same sense that they feel like that they are more valuable to, like they as an institution are more valuable globally than UEFA um, values them at. And so I think that these two clubs, I, it, like Florentino Perez is the chairman of the ESL, and uh, and Yelly, who is the chairman of Juve, is one of the vice chairmen. So, like, these guys have clearly been working on this for a while. Um, I think they've been enabled by the American ownerships in English football. So that would be the Glazers at United, Kroenke at Arsenal, and FSG at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I think that they've really been enabled by because American businessmen understand the American sports model, and that's all franchises. And they don't, like, I heard commentary today. Um, I don't remember where, but like that some of the American ownership groups don't understand relegation and don't understand why they allow relegation. So they don't really necessarily understand like the sporting sporting merit aspect of like earning things, or at least they think it's foolish. Um, well, they don't see why they should invest in something yeah. when you're going to go down. Like, I mean, it makes sense from a business perspective, and, and, and sporting isn't always about the business perspective. And I think the last point I want to make I, I took I took some notes on my phone while I was at the gym this morning. Um, I think the last the last thing I would say is that I'm sure that the ESL has had lawyers pouring over these these contracts these plans for months and years, um, and that they have a very firm legal basis for what they're doing. And I don't understand or see how UEFA or FIFA will block players from representing their national teams. I don't see how that's going to be legal. 
Um, and this, to me, has the court of arbitration and sport written all over it, that we're going to end up in months of legal battles between these these groups. Um, so those are that, that those are the notes that I wanted to get out. Yeah, I just I, I, I thought that was hollow threats of blocking players that play on these teams from playing in the World Cup. Like, I, I, I don't think that's possible. And even so, would you do it? Yeah, it, it dilutes FIFA's would you brand. Stop, yeah, yeah, would you stop Ronaldo from playing from Portugal? Really? You we, would do that? No. Would yeah. You, I mean, like, can you imagine the Euros this summer without, like... Any of them? Without and, you, the, and you're, and you're going to put that product on the field? That's what I was thinking. Like, you're going to ban these people from the Champions League? Like effective immediately is what they were thinking. Well, uh, they haven't done it yet. But so now you don't have a semifinal because what all four of them, all four of the twelve. PSG is not. PSG is not. not. All right. So so you've got three of the four. So you don't have a game. So PSG is just Champions League winner. That's you're gonna do that. You're gonna cut your own nose off to spite your face. Okay. I mean, so I've heard some interesting proposals for this. I was talking with a. Uh, with somebody about this last night. Um, Guess how mad Fox is going to be. Yeah. Guess how mad your your Sky, your TV TV partners are going to be oh, yeah. that they don't get two semifinal but, games and a final game. Let's also not absolve these the, the pundits and Sky and BBC from this too. They're just salty that they're not they haven't been involved and named the exclusive broadcast partner of the ESL yet. So like That's the, fine. the reason why they're so upset is because they're not part of the party yet. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. They're not on the boat yet. So like. Let's, they, that's the reason why they're super salty too. It all comes down to money. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, so I, I was thinking last night, so like, so say you expel all of the, uh, the founding members from the European competitions this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly, there's going to be a vote on Friday to do that um, in UEFA. So you, the Europa League's a little bit cleaner because Roma and Villarreal will just advance to the final and they play each other. Um, but then PSG would be the only surviving person in the Champions League. So are they just crowned the, cha- the UEFA the Champions League winners? Um, Maybe that's why they didn't accept the invite. I've heard some, well, there, I've heard some interesting theories on why PSG hasn't accepted the invite yet either, but I don't want to dive in, into that. Um, but one of the things I, I, I read this morning was that maybe you bring back Dortmund or and Porto and they they play in a in a semifinal, and then whoever wins that plays against PSG for the final. What I suggested last night with one of uh, one of the guys who listens to our podcast um, was that we have uh, the Europa League play a final, essentially. So Villarreal and Roma play a final. And then on the day that the Champions League final would have been, just play a Super Cup then. So play the Europa League winner against PSG and call it the Super Cup. Give give PSG the Champions League. Just give it to them. Give them the Champions League and then call it the Super Cup in the spring because they do the Super Cup in the fall. So just instead yeah. of doing the Super Cup in the fall, just do it in the spring on the day the Champions League would be. And boom, you've you've still have some product to show. It, but you're yeah, missing you build your TV obligations. Well, no, you haven't. Not specifically. Not really. you've, you've, three, you've lost three games and yeah. replaced with one. Yeah. So you you you've, but, you've lost a lot of games, but you know, it's something, right? I think I think right now we are in the hollow thread stage. Yeah. Everybody. So like, this is like there'll be more clarity as this goes, yeah. and as we see who are the other three clubs, and then how do these five clubs get into it, and how does this money get distributed, right? Because if you have Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea with an extra three hundred million a year—that's big money. If they're kicked out of the FA, then that money doesn't flow through the pyramid that that it could with the ESL with that type of influx of cash. Well, that's one of like, the things that, that the ESL is banking on is they're talking about solidarity payments and that it will increase the amount of solidarity payments going down compared to what is currently um, currently happening. Um, right. They, they, they estimated like upwards of $10 billion in solidarity payments in some amount of time. I don't remember if it was like five years or 10 years or something like that, but that's an incredible amount of money. Yeah. Um, so I, and this is like, it seems to me that there's an interest in the, the domestic leagues to keep these leagues. Cause like, like is the Premier league the same without the big six? No. Yeah. That's what is, just is La Liga no. the same without the big three? Is Italian Serie A? 
the same without those three? I had a work friend that was for this because he's a Newcastle United fan. He said, well, then we'll win the Champions League and we'll win the Premier League. And I was like, ah, don't know if you'll do that. But this also takes a lot. I was like, you're going to admit, like, the amount of money that these six clubs bring in to everybody else is a huge amount. The reason why the Premier League can draw such broadcasting revenue and the reason is not because not because of Newcastle United. It's not because Newcastle versus Burnley. Yeah, it's because of Liverpool and United and Arsenal and Chelsea. There's a reason why every week we have a game to talk about. Yeah, 20% of your customers bring in 80% of the revenue. Yeah. That is absolutely the same, just about the same ratio here. Yeah, 100%. But look at it, like we always have a game to look forward to it's the next probably, week. It's probably a little expanded, but yeah, you're ta- you're talking United, United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. That would be twenty percent. That's who's bringing in the revenue. Yeah, of course. And then and well, you get then you get your 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 Europe revenue. So then you bring in City a little bit. So it's it's kind of it gets diluted after that. But um, twenty percent of your customers bring in 80% of the revenue and it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Pretty consistent. So, so like, yeah, that's why I think we're in the empty, empty threat stage. I don't think UEFA can kick them out of this year's tournament. I think they can borrow them from next year's tournament and going forward. And I, I FIFA might have some legal rights there to say these players can't play in our tournament and pick new ones. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like the, they can play in, in um, no, they can't. Even, they wouldn't be able. They could play in friendlies, but that would be it. And FIFA sponsored tournaments, you have to be in a FIFA sponsored league. And they're saying Super League is won't be sponsored by FIFA. I think that. Uh, I, I, mean, I think that's how they could do that. I don't know. I, I I'm not a sports lawyer. I don't know, but I think that I think that when UEFA votes to expel the Super the ESL teams this week from this year's competitions, that's going to be the first lawsuit and it's gonna i think it's gonna be adjudicated very quickly because it's going to need to be adjudicated very quickly um because like these semifinals take place next week so like i think that uh csa will probably they will probably have an injunction like to stop that from happening right away before they can rule on it um down the road um, so I would imagine even if UEFA does bar these clubs or expel these clubs, I don't think that will stand long term. Um, but yeah, you're definitely right, brother. This is this is the uh, this is the 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 posturing phase where everyone is. Um, yep. well, and yeah, it goes. Posturing. Yeah, and this goes to the timing of everything because um, I think this probably would have been on our list anyways. Champions League is adding more elite teams to the 2024 competition and beyond. Oh. Well, yeah. That'll make more money. Well, that happened on Friday, and so this happens to release Sunday, Monday. Well, yeah, that's the reason. That's like So UEFA was supposed to vote on this proposal last week, and it got delayed. Um, Right. And then they had the meeting today where they were going to ratify it, and then the ESL announces 12 hours before that happens. Um, Yeah. It's... It's, it, it was intentional to maintain to control because if, if the ESL clubs had to go and vote on that and then like they you know right. they yeah they would have been complicit in it and then they announced the ESL it wouldn't have made sense so that's why they announced it when they did but it did yep. it did feel weird that they announced it in the middle of the season um, yes so yeah this is clearly the posturing phase we don't like no one actually knows anything but I think I don't I, 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 I guess I, I, it's a wait and see thing, see what, how it shakes out. Um, everyone, everyone's saying it's the death of football. I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know. But we did have some actual football matches that took place. There was some actual football that was played this weekend. And some yep. interesting things like uh, side effects of those football. For the, for the first time in a long time. So... Um, he wasn't the uh, well. It does, it does matter, kind of, because Everton and Spurs they played a, a draw, and then this morning, uh, Tottenham relieved their manager of his duties. Now, some reports have come out that said that uh, Daniel Levy and 
Jose, Jose Mourinho uh, had it. Two, two different reports on that. So we're starting to develop a trend that I would. Now I did. I did also read that uh, Jose is not is contractually obligated to not talk about it. So we may never know exactly his thoughts or the disagreement. Um, although he is a pretty. He's a he's a pretty interesting character that he may say it without saying it, uh, but uh, yes, that is that is that is what I'm hearing that yep. it was a spat over a spat over the ESL that escalated and this was the result. Well, it's because it's interesting. Uh, There's interesting because with, last four results. Let's be honest. Like, like I'm not over the weekend on Saturday. I'm pretty sure a very uh, in the know Spurs reporter. I saw this on on the subreddits. Like I don't remember what his name was, but he's like a tier one Spurs uh, source. Was saying that uh, that that Mourinho is going to be sacked, um, and then a win lose draw. No, yeah, like no, af- it was after yeah. it was after the result that that, oh, okay. that Levy had uh, like had it was time he do and he was just fed up and so he was going to sack Mourinho and so he needs was, to sack himself so it was kind of what what do you mean he got he got you guys into the ESL that's a, that's a major dub for him yeah, yeah okay yeah um, 500 IQ but uh, but uh, so like there was reports that he was going to be sacked anyway but i was talking with someone and i was saying like this he, Mourinho could spin this in a way that makes him come out as a like makes him look good in the public eye if he gets himself fired or resigns over the ESL. And maybe that's what he did. Maybe, well, maybe he genuinely dislikes the idea and that was just the natural outcome of it. But um, it happened. Um, and now you guys have a caretaker manager and apparently you're supposed to play a final this weekend um, in the League Cup. We'll see if that actually happens or what goes on there. I assume it's going to happen. And um, Jose Mourinho, no Jose Mourinho. I assumed you guys were going to get spanked. I still assume you guys are going to get spanked by City. Um, well, actually, back to the game. Despite giving up a goal late, again, <laughs> to drop point. Uh, again. Harry Kane, Harry Kane yeah, again. I said again a couple times. Uh, Harry Kane's two goals were two volleys with either foot. Yeah, his finishing was, was fantastic. It was, right, it was his right foot and then, and then his left foot, or vice versa. It was his left foot, then his right foot. Uh, then he almost the had his finishing. Is, what's that? His header. The, the, he almost had a third goal with the, the head, like not even looking. Oh, yeah. Just that, that was, was that was wow. That that would have that would have been that would have been the what. Isn't there a term to it, gentlemen's gentlemen's uh, like hat trick? It's like a complete hat trick. Complete hat trick, yeah. Something you get like a he- he- header, header, left foot, right foot. Yeah, Lucic did that, or Drew did that this year, and then one. Yeah, then one. So he's like, <laughs> oh, so he's always got a one up. No I, I, penalty. I I just wanted to like make sure I pointed out that like, Kane, for as much grief as I give him, and we give him on the spot, th- those are two clinical finishes. Uh, the the right foot run was the second one. It was left foot first because the right foot, poor defending, fell to him. Immediate reaction, off off the volley, and oh. then just banged it top top net. Yeah, his his finishing was impeccable. His positioning was good. Um, he wouldn't have scored either one of those goals if it wasn't for uh, the Everton defenders, though. Um, yeah, no. yeah, I, yeah, I admitted that while describing his last goal. <laughs> but they were very well taken, like, and I don't want to take that away from him. Like, strikers have to be in position to score goals, and he would put himself into a dangerous position, and the ball fell finished. to him, and he finished it. So, like, it was a real. They were really good finishes. Um, but and I agreed with one of the guys I saw on my Twitter that said, since uh, all of football has fallen to shit, I think we should just cancel the rest of the season and give the trophy to whoever has the Golden Boot winner. Nah. Um, well, speaking, uh, another comment about your golden golden boot winner um, was that he walked, he limped off the, the pitch at the end of the game, right? Didn't he? He's always limping. He, so he, is is he okay? Hey, when you're a pimp, when you're a pimp, you walk with a limp. That's all it is. <laughs> he he did leave the game. He did leave the stadium without a boot on. So there's there's hope that the ankle injury isn't bad. He he should have had his alligator boots on. He should have had a boot on both feet. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, now and later, gators, baby. <laughs> what happened, James? What happened here? The 18th place team. I'm, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you. 
Yo, please, please pick it. You saw you saw the meme I sent to you guys. I woke up. I woke up, did a solid for a friend, came back, and I was gonna go back to sleep because it's a stupid game <laughs> at stupid eight o'clock in the morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a nap. I'll lay on the couch. I'll hear this game in the background. Couldn't go. Couldn't fall back to sleep. And uh, got the pregame on. I'm like, you know what? Arsenal's playing a crap team. United's playing a crap team. Might do a little parlay action. Put a little greenbacks on Arsenal and United. Did a little parlay action. Was trying to win some. And what do they do? You crap the bed against Fulham. United did their part, so I got no. I got no bin, uh, bone to pick with United, but. Actually, I, t- I texted to the group chat. The first half, I would rather run butt naked through thorns than watch <laughs> that first half again. It was the worst first half of football I've ever seen. It was boring. <laughs> we, talk, we, put no the, we put the ball in the back of the net twice in the first half. The first half? Are you talk, we talking about the same football game? Yeah. Zero, zero. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I understand that. They were both called off for, for offside, but like we put the ball in the back of the net twice. They, like they had to be via, like the the Saka one was like a toe was offside, um, so like like it's not we we it's not it wasn't as dross as you were are trying to make it out to be. Um, what happened? Um, Arsenal happened. This is <laughs> this is Arsenal. Um, you we, beat we 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 play beautiful. You beat racism and beat yeah, we play beautiful free flowing goal scoring football at the week at the midweek. In the in the Europa League, we score four goals, you know and, did, and, didn't, and then we come to the, the league and we draw against relegation fodder. So this is just this is just Arsenal. Actually, I was just thinking, Kamara Kamara used to play for Fulham, didn't he? I believe so. I think I think they did a double double solemn solid to racism, and they defeated the foes that were mean to Kamara, and then came to the team that Kamara used to play for, and then let them win. I don't remember if, if he played. There was, definitely was a Kamara that played for Fulham within the past two or three years. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same one. I'm just not That's sure. Um, but yeah, it was just, I, I, I got, I was really angry when I was watching it. So I like, I saw Fulham. Well, so I was at church and I, didn't, I watched it on, on, on record many hours later. Um, and so I, I was, I did a very good job of avoiding reading our text messages between us. Um, but like, <laughs> I, I, like I had to look at my phone a couple of times. So I was like swiping away your, your messages. Um, I almost texted that cause I, I realized you were in church during, during the game. Uh, well, you church. should have, cause I would have, I would have shut up. No, it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's, I don't mind. I, I, like it's, it's not your job to avoid spoilers in a group chat, um, that is designed to talk about football. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so like I, I I did a good job of not spoiling for myself, but I sit down to watch the game and I look at my wife and I say I'm going to be really upset. Um, that was the that was the PG version of what I said. Um, if Arsenal lose, and she just didn't say a word, and I way overthink things. I I I, I, I someone does the the slightest thing and I way overthink it when it comes to uh, Arsenal. And so I was like, okay, well we're clearly not going to win. And so the top, the the Fulham goal goes in and I'm just. I am livid, and so I just stopped watching the game. I just put it on fast forward, and I was just fast forwarding through the like the last thirty minutes of the game because I I was seething with rage. Oh gosh, I would have loved to have been there. Um, that would have been amazing. You're a terrible friend, Brad. Um, I know. And so I see the Arsenal score one one, and I just turn the TV off, and I'm just like angry. <laughs> I I was probably meaner to my wife than I should have been. Sorry, Amanda. Um, uh, but yeah, I was just real bad. Uh, so, but that it, Arsenal, also, also Arsenal, not a goal, by the way. It was Scott a goal. Parker. Had, had a great point about it was offsides. No, it wasn't. Holding was offsides. No, okay, was offsides. Now, but he was holding with offsides. But he was not the, not the player that scored. Yeah, he wasn't. Holding inter- was but he and was he interfered with the goalie. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I wouldn't say inter- interference with the goalie, but he, he, he had did. the goalie off his line. He did not. Yeah, Rob Holding did not interfere with the play. No, he did not at all. Okay, then he's not. But he was offside. Okay, fine. That doesn't matter. He's not an active player. He's not active in the play. 
But it doesn't but matter. It does matter. You That's can, why I'm saying he interfered with the goalie, Sean, and then you said, no, he didn't. So, like, you're ruining our attack here. Yes. You have to be an active player or actively contributing to the play to be considered offside. Which I feel like you can argue if he's making a run towards the goal, the goalie's going to be paying attention to him. So um, I, you can definitely make the argument that he was um, a, a crucial part to that goal. Disagree. Um, we roll. Uh, we were, I didn't. Well, what happened in this semi? I had to. I had to leave at halftime in the semifinal. So, Brad, tell me about. Tell me about the semifinal. These two cool boys, where Chelsea's winning the double, and you guys all laughed at me. And Bro, said, oh, you're City's getting gonna, expelled. City's gonna run through Chelsea. Yeah, I was wrong. Nope. I was wrong about that. Yep. Not only did I mean it was uh, um, at the end, City did put on their pressure like they nor- like they, like they did, but it was only maybe ten minutes of that. The rest of the game, Chelsea controlled. It was it was a methodical game. It wasn't very exciting. Um, but it was well controlled by Chelsea for most of it, and we definitely deserved to win. It wasn't like the Leeds game where it was two breakaways that won the game. We definitely deserved the goal that we made. Um, great pass from Money Mace to hit Werner, the assist king. Right to ZX foot and into the back of the net. It was a was a beautifully worked goal. Um, well deserved win. And we're winning. Good pass the- and good finish. That's all. Um, yeah, the initial pass was awesome too. You guys, and, uh, you guys might win the FA Cup, but you're not winning the Champions League. We're winning both. You're so incredibly wrong about that. Bring me, bring me the murderers of the hamburger boy. What? Oh, this is a Real Madrid. Oh, you're calling Real Madrid. Eden Hazard is the hamburger boy because he's fat. Yeah. No, he loves hamburgers. His favorite food is hamburgers. You get, you getting expelled. Okay. Well, even if you don't get expelled, you're still not winning the Champions League. Yes, we are. No, you're not. Yes, we are. You guys, the double, baby. You guys are you guys are the worst team in the Champions League left. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, great. Move, yeah, move on. So, the 2012, I'm guessing everybody said the same thing. And what happened at Bayern against Bayern? Anyway. Please doubt us. You guys don't have... Anyway. Um, what else is going on? Uh, Sheffield got relegated. We talked about that. Um, you actually were playing Byron at Allianz. Yeah, and when we won at Byron against Byron. Yes, in the Champions League final. Yeah, but that's different. We beat them in penalties. But it's different because the Allianz is not the Allianz as it normally would be when UEFA gives out seventy-five percent of the tickets to dignitaries and whatever, and the clubs only get like. A, a, a minuscule allotment for the final. It, it, you guys are start winning. It's just not happening. We're, we're moving okay. on. We're moving on, Brad. Sheffield's beat Sheffield. Is that what we're saying? Uh, no. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think I think you guys win the FA Cup probably. Um, but you never know. Sheffield. Sheffield. Uh, I said Sheffield oh, beat Sheffield. Sheffield. Oh, you talking? We're moving on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Sheff, yes, Sheffield's yes, relegated. That's over. They're done. They they've been relegated. We talked about it earlier. It there's nothing to talk about, right? They're just. They they didn't have a manager who knew what they was doing for the entire season, and now they just have a caretaker who couldn't do anything. Um, do we do we talk about the Champions League and, and the Europa League? Oh, we lost Brad. Bye, Brad. He this is the second time he's done this, where he tries to unmute himself and he leaves the call. I guess we don't talk about anything. Um, you need to like physically, you know, keybind a mute and unmute mute button, button on your keyboard instead of I should instead of pushing the button with your mouse because that's two weeks in a row you've left the call i should um that's just humorous um, <laughs> see that seems computers boggle my mind so let's continue the, so like I, I i arsenal i you know if the esl wasn't announced the things i would be saying about the europa league is that arsenal slapped prague and now we get to have a rematch with unai emery um in the semifinal, which is I, I have such mixed feelings about this because Unai Emery is the Europa League king, uh, and but I really feel like we should beat Villarreal. Um, so that, that that would be that will be an interesting tie if it does take place. Um, Good evening. Don't make fun of the man for trying to speak a foreign language. Oh, I he can speak much better than I can, so that's perfectly fine. Like the dude, and half the time better than you can too when you're hosting. The dude didn't need to speak in English, but he chose to, 
and people just memed him mercilessly. Um, and we want to talk about like kick racism out. Like I think that's a good cause, but we should probably also like not like bully people either. Um, anyway, uh, Chelsea play Brighton tomorrow. Yes, sir. Let's hope for a not West Brom finish. Okay. Spurs play Southampton on Wednesday. Sean, any any, any interest there? You gonna go to the pub? You gonna go to the pub and watch it? Should I? Should we even? Does it I, matter? Does it matter? Does it matter? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know. These games are gonna be interesting because, like, where are the players' heads at? Where's the coaches' heads at? Yeah, I'm just trying. Papa's to watch. already like, this is stupid. I'm trying to watch Two football. He's very much on the line. Like, no, I think. Bam- want- I mean, Bamford had some some thoughts today that you know they we could read or not read, but like one of the things he said. They asked him about, you know, is it you played Liverpool today? They announced the ESL. Was, was there any distractions? And he was like, you know, the players talk in the locker room, but once you once you hit the pitch, it none of that matters. And I thought that was right. Like, of yeah. course, the, of course, the guys think about it, but once you're on the field, you're not thinking about that stuff. You got too many other things to think about, and half the time, and you're not thinking, you're reacting anyway. You want to know what I'm? You know, want to know who I'm not going to be thinking about on uh, Friday when I watch Arsenal versus Everton? Stan Kroenke. That's who I'm not going to be thinking about. I'm going to be thinking about Arsenal Football Club and watching my football club play against Everton and uh, needing three points from that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Ah, that's all we have for tonight. Um, there, <laughs> there, there are lots of games this weekend um, and lots of games. Uh, I assume there's about up. ten. Well, uh, between now, because, you know, it's Monday today, and so we have games literally every day until Monday. There's there's at least one game every day until Monday. Um, this would be such a great week if we were actually talking about the week because, you know, the ESL's got to mess up everything. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, that's all, that's all we really have. Um, this was intended to be a shorter episode. All of our episodes, we, we keep talking beforehand, oh, we'll just do a short episode on this, or we'll just do a short episode on that. And then they're all an hour long. Um, so, But, uh, you know, so this was kind of our look at uh, the Premier League well, after match whatever week going on. 32. Yeah. This is, you know, this is the Premier League after match week 32. Um, it's also after the announcement of the ESL. Um, this has been at Red Card this is at, this is Red Card Radio. Our Twitter is at Red Card underscore Radio. Um, next to me on the top row, that's at KS Brad G. Down below me is at Whiteheart underscore Sean. Yeah, he's a, a Braves Twitter handle now, um, and I'm at James Tiffany. Uh, so tweet us. Um, also rate our podcast, comment, subscribe, all the things you need to do. Share it with a friend. Um, we're still looking for feedback. I always ask for feedback, and we've not gotten any feedback yet. So or share, share it with a friend. Must be doing something right. Yeah. If um, you're not giving feedback with us, share it with a friend and get their feedback and tweet that at us. But that's all we have for you guys. We really appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will presumably see you guys next week unless all of our clubs have been disbanded. Good night.